what's up people it is sunday september 25th my name is b hill and this is the just my opinion podcast so let's talk uh since the last podcast i want to wish everybody a great and happy reinstatement day which was supposed to be yesterday uh september 24th and what was shared was there was supposed to be a global wide blackout that caused a great reset in the economy, politics, pop culture, and the presidency, where the former dude would be reinstalled as president and the entire Biden administration and Hillary Clinton would go to prison. Uh, Of course, absolutely nothing like that happened. Um, And I'm sure they'll find an excuse and they'll kick the can down the road like they've been doing the past two years and give another day for this great reset and the reinstallation of the former dude. Um, It just amazes me. We're almost two years into this and none of their predictions have come true and people still believe it. And whenever they kick that can down the road and come up with a new date or conspiracy, they believe it. And they'll go with it and they'll spread this false information. Um, as they always do. (laughs) And speaking of false information, um, I heard a lady say that after Queen Elizabeth died, that, well, the former dude himself tweeted that he was secretly knighted by the Queen. But the new theory is he's going to be, Prince Charles is not going to be King Charles, that this dude is going to be the King of England. Now, how that would happen, who knows? But one minute he's supposed to be reinstated as president here, but then he's supposed to be the king of England. I mean, this stuff is just so stupid. It's just so stupid and bizarre and so void of reality. Um, It's almost like the U.S. has a huge um, mental illness problem that needs to be addressed because this is just so out of touch with reality. I don't know what to say. But speaking of the former dude, him and his legal team have been coming into some issues with the DOJ. Um, We just found out that the state of New York, they're going to they filed a lawsuit against Trump and it's not a criminal um, suit to where he would have to do a jail time but it's more of a financial thing where they say he owes money to the state of New York and it, it's several million dollars uh, for his business dealings and of course he's come out and starts calling names uh, Letitia James who's uh, in charge of this investigation the one that filed the charges he's calling her names and the interesting thing was he called her Letitia Peekaboo James but someone said that that was a typo he tried to use a different word that starts with a J which I'm assuming is Jigaboo which is a racial uh, slur against black people which they said he's been known to say uh, but autocorrect corrected, corrected it to peekaboo. Uh, either one is ridiculous, 
but that's who he is. He's a name taller when he doesn't like you. Um, when he was calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas and all of that nonsense. But uh, the Department of Justice and the special master, this special master that was chosen by the Trump team, has asked for, uh, because Trump continues to say that the FBI planted evidence, the special master said, okay, tell me which documents you think the FBI planted and do that under oath. And I'm interested to see if that happens, which I seriously doubt. Um, And this is another thing about this entire situation the past two years. People can say whatever they want to on social media, in interviews, but all of these claims have never been said under oath and under penalty of perjury. And to me, a common sense person would look at that and say, obviously something's wrong. But he says he makes all these claims in public, and the whole Trump team makes all these claims in public, but will not do it in a court of law. Why is that? Because it's bullshit. Simple as that. Um, and we all know it is. And then with this whole FBI thing, he did an interview with Sean Hannity where he said that he declassified all the information and had it sent down to Mar-a-Lago. He said that he can declassify something because he's president just by thinking about it. He can think it and it's automatically declassified. No records, no documentation, no nothing. But yet, you say one minute, you declassified it and send it to Mar-a-Lago. The next minute you said the FBI planted it. So it can't be both. But these irrational people don't look at that. Um, anyway, then I want to talk about Brett Favre and this situation with the uh, money he stole from Mississippi that was intended for welfare recipients. Uh, right now it's saying about $5 million and a million of that was given to him for speaking engagements he never did. Um, and the rest of it came from funds that were allocated for the welfare system and people in need. And I have a lot of problems with this because this story is not getting nearly as much attention as it should. Um, I've heard more about the Boston Celtics head coach having an affair and being suspended um, than the whole Brett Favre story that's been going on for the past month. And I don't understand why mainstream media is protecting him. He is a uh, Hall of Fame, well-known football player, quarterback at that, who stole $5 million that we know about from welfare to have a um, volleyball stadium built at his daughter's college. And I think that was his alma mater as well, where he played college football. But you hear very little about it on all of the sports networks. They may briefly say something, but it has not been covered nearly as much as the Michael Vick dog fighting um, charges from years ago or when Jameis Winston current quarterback of the New Orleans Saints when he was in college he stole $32 worth of crab legs I heard more about that than this whole Brett Favre situation and apparently 
uh, one of the guys who uh, was involved in it just pled guilty uh, to the fraud. And he's he took a deal, and he's going to co- cooperate with investigators. So they're saying, the article I read this morning said that it's a $70 million scheme. Now, I don't know if all of that includes press fraud, but um, I think the Mississippi governor is in trouble. And another thing, the fact that Mississippi is one of the poorest states we have in the United States, I know it's at the very bottom, and you have parts of Mississippi right now that don't have clean drinking water. And that $5 million could have gone to trying to fix those issues. You have thousands of people that don't have clean drinking water. They were told not to use the water at all, don't bathe in it or anything. But yet you have money to allocate to a millionaire. And I would assume Brad Favre has $5 million where he could have donated to the school to get this thing built. But he decided to take people's welfare money that they need and is I'm just these entitled people um, and corrupt politicians it, it just kills me that you know and I know I've said this before that I'm one who just believes in doing the right thing and there's just so many people that especially politics and that's on both sides um that have these issues and I hope everything is they do the due diligence get all the facts and if they're guilty send them all to prison Brett Favre included the governor included I think he's the former governor now that did it but all of them need to go to prison I'm just tired of these people uh, getting over and bucking the system with no um, repercussions at all they need to do prison time and hopefully that will discourage future politicians from doing the same thing, but I seriously doubt it. Uh, then there's a Ohio man, J.R. Majewski, who's running for Congress, and he has some interesting campaign ads where he talks about serving in Afghanistan and all of that stuff, but come to find out, that was a lie. Pulling his military records, it does not show he ever served in Afghanistan. He was in the military, but he never served in Afghanistan. He's not a combat vet that he claims to be. And now he's saying that his uh, records are classified and he cannot provide any proof or documentation that of anything that he said is actually true. So now um, it's funny how people grasp onto the things that or the maneuvers that Donald Trump has used. So now he's saying his records are classified, which Trump is talking about classified documents. Uh, We had someone else who ran for uh, I think governor in Georgia and she ran in the primaries and she only got like 3% of the vote but she said that it was rigged against her so political system has become a mockery um, and not serious at all because you have people who just blatantly lie. Um, 
Herschel Walker blatantly lies and it's just accepted. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, these kind of people would not have even been allowed to run. But in the past six years, you put a clown in office that can say and do anything and just lie, and now you just get more of that. And it's our whole um, political system is just screwed, and it's going to take a long time for it to get back on track. We're screwed because we have so many of these dingbats that are being peddling conspiracy theories, don't know what the hell they're talking about, um, and just constantly lie. And when they're called out on their lies, they just, oh well, there are no repercussions for this nonsense. And people eat it up and support it. And that makes me very uh, pessimistic about the future. Um, then a few weeks ago, the House passed an amendment that would require white supremacists, Nazi supporters, and extremists to be removed from the military. Which I think that's a decent amendment. Because if you get in a combat situation, me being a black man, and I have a Nazi supporter, white supremacist in my battalion, could I trust them to save my life? Probably not. So I, I think that's a pretty good amendment personally. But all Republicans voted against it. And I heard someone say, uh, was they asked the question, what's the difference between Democrats and Republicans? And the answer they received was that uh, a couple of years ago when California had the devastating wildfires that were just ravaging a lot of California and they needed federal funds to help, uh, Trump said no, he didn't want to give it to them. And he damn near made them beg to get federal assistance um, because California is mostly Democratic state. They, the state as a whole voted blue. Trump is the type of person that don't want to help any Democratic states or make you damn near beg for any little help that he'll give you. And he, will, if he actually helps, he would do the bare minimum. But when Biden was elected, we had just, we were in the process of going through the freeze here in Texas, where we didn't have electricity for days, uh, people died, and Texas is a red state overall, and Biden, without any hesitation, one of his first uh, acts in office was to sign um, disaster relief uh, bill for Texas, to help Texas. And to me, that's one of the fundamental differences is um, my personal opinion is Democrats have always helped everybody regardless of if you voted for them or not. And I could strictly say the last presidency, that was not the case. Uh, If you did not vote for him, it was hell trying to get anything done just because the state voted blue. And if you're a president, you're supposed to be the president of everyone and not just the people that voted for you. So that's why, you know, they, even in the last campaign and even today, there's still a lot 
of alienation between because I, I get so sick and tired of hearing people talk about you know 70 million people voting for Trump and all this stuff well more people voted for Biden though. so you're trying to discount more people that voted the other way and not to say that their vote is not important but you don't supersede everybody else but again to me that's the fundamental differences I think the lack of uh, inclusion from the other side to this side um, is one of the main fundamental differences in my opinion and there was a story about a Colorado woman who was pulled over by the police and she was suspected of menacing um, the police stopped her car took her out, put her in handcuffs and placed her in the back of a patrol car the patrol car just happened to be parked on railroad tracks which is illegal on the body cam of one of the police officers you can hear the train coming but they were busy searching the lady's vehicle and as the train got there the train hit the police car with the lady in handcuffs still in the back of the car Unfortunately, she did live, but she has sustained um, severe injuries, and she's currently in the hospital. But there is absolutely no excuse this should have happened. First of all, the police should not have parked on the railroad tracks. Secondly, you can hear the train three or four minutes before it actually hit. And the reason, I cannot understand why they did not move the car. Because like I said, you can hear the train. Um, I hope this lady sues that police department and the people, uh, the police officers on scene. They need to be arrested for negligence. Well, at the least lose their job and not be able to work in law enforcement again. Because that is a serious act of negligence in my opinion. Um, Also, we had, um, we just opened... A HEB grocery store here on Wednesday and if you're not familiar with HEB it, it's a I think more of a southern grocery store and I know we had one when I lived in Houston and I loved it but they opened one about 25 minutes from me um, they had the grand opening on Wednesday and I knew it was going to be crowded uh, looking at some of the reports there were people who had waited from 6 o'clock the previous day. They opened at 6 o'clock Wednesday morning. So you had people that actually spent the night there just so they could be one of the first ones in line. I knew it was going to be a madhouse. Um, I actually went to H-E-B today. I had ordered online and just went and picked it up and it was a madhouse when I drove just driving through the parking lot. But opening day, I can't even imagine how crowded it was. So when I was on their website, uh, I saw that they already had some reviews, and I was reading some of the reviews, and there was a review from a man who said that he drove an hour to visit this location. He was mad about how busy it was and how crowded it was, and then he proceeded to say that it took him a long time to find a parking space, and he was driving through the parking lot and saw a man walking to his car. He, he had just passed the 
spotting where the man was getting into the car. So he tried to back up and the lady behind him would not back up and she stole his parking space. And in my opinion, he's a dumbass. First of all, knowing that it's the grand opening of this huge uh, grocery store, which is new to this particular area, uh, you should know that it's going to be busy. That's just a given. That's common sense. And then to say someone stole your parking space, first of all, nobody has any designated parking space unless it's handicapped. And you're mad because somebody didn't back up so you can get a parking space when they were in the correct position in order to get the parking space. It's not your parking space. So this is a male Karen who just wanted to bitch about something I think is just ridiculous. Um, Also, I saw a story about a lady who they consider a serial non-tipper and she was denied service at a restaurant. And I'm assuming this is a restaurant that she's frequented and they know her um, and they know she doesn't tip. But she says that everyone cannot afford to tip waiters or waitresses um, and that should not prevent individuals from being served. Um, And people commenting were split on that. Um, My opinion is if you can't afford to tip, you shouldn't go. Simple as that because waiters and waitresses they only get paid a very minimal salary and the majority of their pay comes from tips. Um, My opinion is I I generally always tip uh, and depending on how good the service is, sometimes 20-30%. But you're getting a service and not to tip for that service uh, I think is wrong personally. You know, if you go to work, you expect to get paid. These people are working, they expect to get paid. So if you can't afford to tip, you shouldn't go out to eat. That's my opinion. What? To a restaurant where you have to sit down. Now, I have a different opinion on if you order food and you just go pick it up. You know, the person that checks you out, sometimes I tip, sometimes I don't. Uh, I don't think there's, in my opinion, it is not an obligation to tip the person that takes your money once you get there. They didn't prepare food. They didn't do anything like that. Uh, All they did was hand it to you and took your payment. And they have a different pay structure than actual servers. So they're going to get, you know, a full paycheck either way. So I'm not really big on that uh, tipping, but I do sometimes. But a waiter or waitress, I always tip. But 95% of the time, I'm going to tip unless the service is just horrible. Then, oh, the other big thing over the past couple of weeks was this whole Little Mermaid being black thing. Um, People acted a fool after they found out that in the live action version of the Little Mermaid, the Little Mermaid is going to be black. I mean, I haven't seen this type of outrage since. Um, It was a mall head of Black Santa Claus. And people talking about, they're saying that uh, there's no way a black person could be a mermaid that lives underwater. Talking about the physics and biological makeup of black people. And I mean, it's just so stupid and racist. And then you had redheads that came out and said, well, um, 
the Little Mermaid is already a minority. She's a redhead, and people making fun of kids because a lot of people showed their kids the trailer, and a lot of black kids they were excited to see someone that looks like them. But that goes back to privilege. Um, people are so used to seeing people that represent them when it's something different. And the thing is, you still have the White Little Mermaid Ariel in other versions of the movie or the story. But, you know, it's, you're so mad about the Little Mermaid being black in this this particular production. Where do you find out Jesus was black? And the reason I say that is because if you read scripture, the scripture says that Jesus' hair was like wool and his skin was like bronze. Doesn't sound like a white-skinned, blue-haired, or blue-eyed, straight-haired dude to me. But I digress. It's just the hypocrisy and and that kind of stuff is is just stupid. And they made a big deal out of what I feel was nothing. Um, The last thing I wanted to talk about is just personal decisions. And I bring this up because someone I know uh, that I've been close to for a long time, uh, we kind of kind of backed off on this person a little bit only because I'm just a point at a point right now where I just don't do drama I don't have time for that especially when your issues are based on your personal decisions um, long story short this person had, was in a living situation that I told her was a bad situation of course it ended up being a bad situation she went from that living situation to another living situation to where that was going to be another bad situation. She went from one bad situation to another, but she did it out of convenience. And I'm not stupid. Uh, it, it was strictly out of convenience, and now that situation is not working out. And she's saying how, oh, you know, her and the person that she lives with, they're not getting along, they argue a lot, and she continues to say that You know, if it happens again, I'm going to move. I'm going to leave. And I just asked her, do you have somewhere else to go? She said, yeah. What the hell are you still doing there then? Why does it have to happen one more time before you leave if you're that miserable? And the thing is, she never should have made that decision in the first place. And I have zero sympathy for that. Because this was a conscious decision you made. Um, You know, you're a grown person. With a full-time job, you chose to go buy this car you can't really afford. Um, and you're damn near 60 years old. You know, I, I have very little sympathy for those type of decisions that made that put you in that situation. If it was a situation that, for instance, you're living somewhere and your rent's going up $1,000 and you need help, that's one thing. I will do what I can to help you. I will be there for you. But these type of situations, no, I'm not really trying to hear it. Um, I would rather have a roof over my head, sleeping on a futon, than be living with somebody to save a couple of dollars and be miserable all day. That's just me. Uh, This week's Rebel Metal Finger. 
goes to Ron DeSantis again, as well as Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, which is my state. Um, these fools had the bright idea to take Venezuelan immigrants from Texas, use Florida taxpayer dollars to fly them to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts, and just leave them there, unannounced. And what they did was told these people that we'll send you to, uh, well, I think they said they were going to Boston and that they had jobs waiting for them, housing waiting for them. They would get help with their immigration status. Now, mind you, these were people who were seeking asylum, so they're not illegal. They were here to seek asylum. And they just flew them, dropped them off at Martha's Vineyard as another political stunt. Uh, and they really think they did something because DeSantis bragged about it. Now, uh, it looks like they may have violated the human trafficking laws. And there is a lawsuit going forward against DeSantis. Why would you use Florida dollars to fly, to fly Venezuelan immigrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard? And this is when I talked about the difference between Democrats and Republicans. These people are using human beings as political pawns. Not thinking about, I mean, falsely giving them hope that for jobs and housing and all of this other stuff, they intentionally lied to these people and misled these people. And these are humans. This is how you treat other humans just for a political stunt. That's the difference. I can't think any, I don't think any Democrat would do that. And if they did, they deserve the same treatment as I'm talking about these other people. But I don't think that because we're more inclusive and we generally want to help everybody. That's my opinion. Like it or, or not, that's my opinion. But to mislead these people and send them to a place and just drop them off there with nothing is unconscionable. And I hope and pray that this fool DeSantis is crazy anyway. Uh, Greg Evans is a dumbass. Um, I hope these people are out of office and I hope they're prosecuted too because that, it's just, it's, it's absolutely uh, despicable what they've done and they brag about it, and they think they really scored some political points by doing it, they can go to hell for all of them. I'm just, I'm done with these dumbasses. Um, anyway, and my quote for the week is, you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. Let that sink in. Uh, that's a very deep quote. But anyway, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless. Peace.